Hi, this is Eddie Deason. You're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. I was Mandark in Dexter's Laboratory. Ha 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 ha. You are listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Probably the easiest way to screw the relationship up, guys. Welcome. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher your name. I, I, I How do you butcher Andy? It's four letters. Well, no, Andy's fine. I'll just oh. stick to Andy then. Okay, we'll stick to Andy. <laughs> I'm here talking to Andy. No, <laughs> uh, from Try Not to Laugh podcast TNTL, Mr. Andy Flagel. Ah, it's legal. Fleagel, if you want to get fancy with it. Fleagel. We're French today. Fleagel. And you are obviously one of the hosts, because there are two people, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Brandon is the other host. Okay. Which one's the funny one? Uh, That'll be me. Okay, good. I got the right one then. (laughs) (laughs) We'll never do do Brandon. I'm kidding. You're welcome. Nobody does Brandon. (laughs) Nobody does Brandon. (laughs) Uh, well, first and foremost, tell me about your podcast. What is Try Not to Laugh? Uh, try Not to Laugh. Uh, we well, first off, with the name, uh, we try to separate separate ourselves from all the shitty cat videos on YouTube by by calling it TNTL Podcast. But uh, basically, it's a conversational comedy podcast. We it's you know it's it's two old friends you know just BSing about uh, whatever's on their mind. You know the the show is. You know, it's really just whatever's going on in the world at that time. Obviously, with all the nonsense that's going on right now, you know, the virus is a big thing and we talk a lot about it. But um, prior to all that, you know, it's it's pretty much just day to day stuff. You know, I, we are two married, you know, men, not to one another, but to, to women. And so uh, we talk about, you know, being married and uh, being dads. We talk about our jobs. We talk about, you know, hiding in the hiding in the bathroom and from your family and masturbating and, uh, you know, overeating and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So uh, music, you know, um, you know, we, we were of a 90s generation. So we talk a lot about 90s music. So really just uh, our, our demographic is basically any any male who is between the ages of 35 and 44. And you're looking for a fun escape, you know, for a couple hours a week. We're your guys. Okay, and thank you for the interview. That that's pretty much all. No. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Yeah, no, but uh, it's it's funny you mentioned that in '90s music because that's la- the last time music was music. Um, I'm sorry that modern shit. Taylor Swift can suck a dick. Um, unless she wants to come on the show, in which case, if she wants to suck a dick, I mean. I might lose sponsorships over it, but I'm pretty sure I'll get views. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what what made you and, and your friend decide to even want to go this route? I mean, what what influenced you to even want to become a podcaster? We, um, you know, we spend a lot of time on the phone. And I think like most, you know, fairly new podcasters, we we kind of came to that realization. We were just like, you know, I w- I've always been into podcasting in terms of, you know, being a listener and being a fan of comedy. And, you know, w- with the amount of time that we spent on the phone joking around and, you know, just making shitty jokes, um, you know, we kind of came to this uh, realization that, you know, 
not only would we like to hear our own voices, but some people might actually get some enjoyment out of this. So Correct. I think like many other people, you know, we, we bought some cheap equipment and uh, we started recording stuff and practicing and trying to figure out a structure. And, uh, you know, we just kind of, you know, just, just ran with it from there. And, uh, you know, in doing so, Brandon, it's funny enough, Brandon doesn't listen to podcasts at all. And I don't think he really minds me saying that. He's literally never listened to a podcast. He has no idea who anybody is. Um, you know, you could talk to him about some of the biggest podcasters and like anyone besides like, you know, Joe Rogan or Adam Carolla, he'll have no fucking clue who they are. Um, but I, I, I love podcasting. I think it's, um, you know, it, it's just the coolest thing in the world. I love the fact that it's this new, um, it's just this new way of communicating your thoughts, you know, and, um, not only monetizing something that you love, but just being able to do something where you can express yourself and whether it's, you know, something comedic or whether it's something, uh, you know, really, thought-provoking or emotional it's just uh, it's just this really interesting art form and it's so new that it's almost like this this wild west scenario where people can literally do what they want with such a minimal investment you know other than your time really if you've got the time i think that's the biggest misconception with podcasting then um and like i said we kind of started off i think like many other people we were just on the phone with each other for extended periods of time and we said, well, screw, why don't we just record this? And, you know, and that's why I think most podcasters don't make it past, you know, episode six or seven, because they realize it, it's a lot more work than just doing that. Mm. But if you, um, you know, if you're OK with that, if you're OK with the amount of work that it takes, whether it's, uh, you know, it's it's sourcing guests or marketing or, you know, finding music or editing, whatever it is, it's, you know, I find that that kind of work is, uh, you know, it, it allows you to express yourself in so many different ways. So I find a lot of enjoyment in those things. Some people find it very tedious. Some people don't have the time for it. And I understand that, too. But I guess to answer your question, you know, we've always loved comedy. And that's why we started a comedy podcast. Um, I've never been really into acting. I've never been into stand up. Um, I mean, I appreciate both art forms and I wish I could do either one but I don't feel like I would really be that good at it but I also have also I've also loved comedy all, forever and right. I feel like podcasting kind of gives me an outlet it's uh it, it allows me to do comedy in some capacity where I could still get my voice out there get my thoughts out there and it gives me some sort of stage or platform where I can express my thoughts and, uh, you know, and actually have people, you know, get come back to me or send me an email or, or post a comment and be like, oh, shit, episode 30 something was really funny. I really enjoyed when you guys talked about, you know, you were going to create your own dictatorship and, you know, you were going to name your country this, you know, that was great. Like <laughs> to me, like there's, there's no greater reward. Well, uh, obviously something you said earlier when, when you were talking about that, you and Brandon, uh, kind of plan out your your episodes does that mean you you script uh, it's that it's not ad-libbed you 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 know your sections you know your points you know what subject topic of conversation you're going to have going in or are you more ad-lib uh and uh, i don't want to say situational uh what's what's the term uh free 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 form comedy 
Yeah, well, there's no point of the show that's ever scripted. Um, we've we've made it a point to never go that route. And I think that would it would take away from the humor. I think it would take away from the kind of um, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of disingenuous, at least in, in from a comedy perspective. I think right. certain certain types of shows you have to script. But I think for what we're doing, it just wouldn't work. But we do structure the show and we're very careful about that. I feel like uh, to just kind of jump in feet first without any structure would be very difficult, at least for us. I mean, there's conversational shows where you can literally just hit record and go. And it could be the freaking greatest, funniest, smartest show in the world. Um, but for us, I think we, and I don't know that we've necessarily figured it all out either. I mean, you'll, I don't know if you, we ever will, but ultimately for us, as of at the point that we're at, the formula that seems to be working is having some basic structure and, and that is saying, okay, um, you know, we'll have a meeting once a week and that's sitting down for an hour and saying, okay, it, here's the topic. And then we're going to have, you know, X amount of subtopics, you know, cause w a show without any sort of subtopics or, um, like meat to the show, mm -hmm. really, there is no, there is no show. Like if there's no takeaway for an audience, like if somebody's listening and you're just kind of skimming certain topics, but you're never really delving into anything, then you're not giving them any sort of takeaway. You know, I think that's really important for um, for a listener that, yeah, like they're being entertained. But if there's no actual uh, takeaway from the show, um, then I, that's what whether it's subconscious or not, I, I think that's kind of what ends up losing an audience. So if um, if somebody could take away, whether it's a little tiny, you know, speck of information or, you know, whatever the show is about. You know, so if we're talking about, let's say. Uh, one of my favorite episodes that we did was uh, episode 37. Um, I think I referenced it before. So like we were joking around about leaving the country. Like if the Corona thing got worse and worse, um, <laughs> are there any other countries that we would leave to like we would actually move to that have uh, better numbers or that are less affected than ours? And, you know, that was kind of like just the general joke of it. But then right. when you actually get into why would we leave these countries and what are these countries about? Uh, do you need a visa to get into these countries? And then when you do a little bit of homework, you don't have to do a ton of work. I'm not saying like, you know, make it a part time job or a full time job. Fucking Google it. It's 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Spend right. 10 minutes researching it and you've got yourself a quality show, but don't do any homework and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So like you can, you know, then we that allows us to make it that much funnier. Now I actually know what I'm saying. I could tell you, you know, whether or not it's like a. Uh, it, it's a democratic state or, you know, whatever it is, I could tell you what language they speak there. You know, I could tell you what the foods are or, you know, we even went as far as to like teach each other the languages, you know, and like it makes for a funnier joke. Right. So, um, you know, and that's what works for us. I'm not telling anyone else how to do their show because, again, I mean, everybody has a formula for their own show and everybody may be more successful than the last guy. I'm sure there's thousands of other shows with way better numbers than ours. So we haven't figured it all out. But as of right now, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, to, again, to answer your question, uh, none of the shows scripted, but there's definitely a, a very mindful structure to it. Well, I'm going to I'm going to preface this uh, this next question with uh, with a little story of breaking the fourth wall. 
uh, which is the birth of Realm of the Mist Entertainment, the network that that exists. Uh, when Breaking the Fourth Wall first came out, uh, I it was me and a couple friends, and we would bitch about movies uh, over the phone while I held a digital recorder to receiver. That that's how we started. And uh, at one point, we wound up on an internet radio show, uh, radio program called uh, RadioCastFM.com, and. Radiocast, although it was an internet radio station, wanted to try to remain general audience. So the profanity and everything else that was general nature for us had to be censored. So, you know, I would do hours upon hours upon hours. Like like you were saying, this is the easy part. Sitting down and actually doing the show is the easy part. Prepping and editing afterwards is what you have to spend the time on. Right. Um, but the uh, I would I would sit down and I would bleep out or cut out all the curse words. Well, we had one particular show that went completely off the rails, and I I swear half the show was beeps. But apparently, I missed a word, and uh, <laughs> wouldn't you know it? One Karen caught it and <laughs> rode into the station and bitched about it. And the word I'll tell you right now, the word was twat, and. Uh, I had to give a public apology for the word twat. <laughs> and so the, the reason that story is, is because of the fact that we had a meeting, uh, me and the panelists of, of breaking the fourth wall at the time. And we decided to record this meeting for whatever reason. And what it was, was about the apology that I had to give. And, uh, the word that got out of control and that we got to censor ourselves more, which really we were thinking about leaving radio cast because of it. And it turned into us reading the 63 last known words. You cannot say according to the FCC. And then another hour of us coming up with a whole bunch of phrases and words that you can say that were not on that list. And one of the members dared me to release it. You don't have the balls to release this as an episode. I said, all right, all right. I released it as uh, Breaking the Fourth Wall uh, presents After Hours because it, was it wasn't a show. It was After Hours. <laughs> and the subtitle was Fuck the FCC. <laughs> Wouldn't you know that not only launched After Hours as a podcast for Realm of the Mist Entertainment, it was one of our biggest shows we ever did. Simply because, like you said, we were on a subject of, I got to apologize for a dirty word. Well, what's the word you can't say? You can't say this. You can't say, well, what about this? Can I say this? <laughs> <laughs> Two hours of that. Uh, the reason I bring this up, the, the, here, here's, the, here's the smooth segue. The reason I bring this up is obviously with a podcast, uh, with a comedy podcast, comedy is a very fickle mistress. Uh Art in any form is subjective, but comedy is especially subjective. What I find funny, somebody else finds offensive. How often do you find yourself fielding negativities because somebody just didn't get the joke or maybe took too much to heart, whatever topic you were you were covering? That actually doesn't happen to us too often. Um you know, the, the interesting thing is uh, a lot of the and I don't know if it's just because of the audience that we've targeted and, um, you know, just I guess the, the people that have, have come to expect our sense of humor at this point. 
But um, I've only really had maybe one or two instances where people have commented something and said and maybe said something, something to the effect of like, oh, not cool or fuck off, you know. Um, but I've, I've, I've really never experienced any like Karen like situations, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like, I don't know, like, I almost wish I would, you know, like, I'm looking forward to that moment. You know, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, like, I want to get to the point where, like, so many thousands of people are discovering it that, you know, that the, I guess the, the consequence is that, you know, all the Karens are finding you now. And they're just like, oh, shit, you know, I found this on my son's iPhone. He's listening to your bullshit show. And, uh, you know, I don't worry about it. I erased it. But I just want to let you know that, you know, him and all his friends are listening to your nonsense. And OK, that's fine. You know, I'll make sure they, you know, by next week, they're all wearing my hoodies, too. You know, yeah, but a T-shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'll send you a Pandora bracelet. But I think <laughs> but um, no, I really honestly I've, I've never had um, maybe like one or two comments. That's that's all it was. And uh I think, um, but I welcome it. I really do. I, I don't really, I could care less. Uh, most of the stuff that we talk about, it's not very, I mean, the, a lot of the stuff that we do say, it's not politically correct. I mean, we don't go too far off the rails. You know, Brandon's typically somewhat careful about the stuff he says because, uh, you know, his his life outside the podcast, I mean, he is a small business owner, so he tries to be mindful of um, you know, not being entirely himself. <laughs> so that being said, you know, th I'm sure there's things that he wishes he could say, but he holds back. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, so may maybe he, he kind of leaves that ball in my court a lot of the times. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely those times where, you know, he'll even surprise me, you know, like, uh, we, we just put one out this morning where, I was listening back to it and I, I just I lost it on my way to work because I'll always listen back like the, the the morning we release a new episode like I'll listen to it on the way to work and like I I almost had to pull over because I couldn't even fucking contain myself. Um, I was uh, we, we were reviewing companies. Um, so just real quick. Uh, so the episode was basically we were talking about all these people who were out of work and so I guess it, so all these people are out of work and we're talking about this handful of companies, really, really big uh, conglomerates that are hiring right now. And why don't all these why, why doesn't everybody go and work for them? So the, the, the Amazons, the Instacarts, all those guys, all those guys. Mm -hmm. And one of them was uh, Kroger, the uh, supermarkets. And he's saying, you know, you can go and be, a, you know, one of those guys who just like, uh, you know, bags groceries at the end of the at the end of the conveyor. And I'm like, uh, I was like, yeah, Brian, aren't, aren't those jobs, you know, they're, they're typically just reserved for like the mentally challenged. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but I need a job. He's like, move over. And I was <laughs> like, come on, dude, that's not right. And he's like, they won't know the difference. And I just fucking lost it. And like, you know, sometimes things like that, like it'll just he'll he'll just shine through. And, you know, that's kind of when I expect the emails to come through. It'll be stuff like that. You know what I mean? So that's a perfect example of what you're talking about. And still nothing comes through. And, you know, and yet it's uh, and 
the episodes are still doing all right. So I know it's not like nobody's listening. I'm like, all right, well, I guess nobody heard it. So if the numbers are there and people aren't saying anything, I'm assuming everyone's just along for the ride. Like everyone's cool with it. Well, so I think, I, I think right now might be might be the best time. I, I've had this conversation with other podcasters before, but this is like a perfect time for podcasters. There's the silver lining in the bad situation is the fact that one, everybody is looking for an escape of the same four walls, you know, except mm-hmm. for. The, the first responders and, and grocery store clerks that unfortunately are still working while the rest of us are twiddling our thumbs, waiting for the day we can go back to work. We're looking for escape. So comedy is that definitely an escape. And most of them are probably agreeing with Brandon. Like, yeah, move your ass over, man. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, man. I mean, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a lot of those jobs, like the, the jobs that, you know, typically you would see like teenagers doing or uh, even like illegals doing, you know, I mean, a lot of the landscaping jobs and such like people are just going to start taking them back, you know, because people people need to fucking go back to work right now. So it's uh. I, I hate playing the speculation part, but you did mention that your co-host is a, is a small business owner. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take this in a serious direction just for a minute, just yeah. because it gets a chance to actually discuss this. Um, with the coronavirus, is he shut down or is he marked essential? I uh, still marked essential. Okay. So he's still active. Yeah. Okay, good. That That's good news. How that changes the question then? Cause the question was going to be, how is he surviving? Because uh, one of the biggest concerns with this going on, the longer it goes, a lot of small business businesses are going to wind up going under because of the fact that they just they can't cover their bills. They're not they're not producing. They're not performing in any type of income. So I was I was concerned about that. I'm glad to hear these uh, essential, though. So he's still working. Um, good. And then we can go back to the comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long have you guys been around? Like how long has the podcast been running? So we started um, about a, I want to say last October. Um, well, that's when we released it. So we've been doing this for well over a year now, but we we waited a few months. We waited probably well over five or six months until we even released our first episode. Uh, we did not want anyone hearing what we were putting out at first. We were not comfortable with what we were doing. <clears throat> we knew that we were not uh, good enough to to even put the stuff out there um even once we put out the first three episodes you know we we knew that we weren't all the way there yet but i mean at at some point you gotta you know should it get off the pot so we we put together our three best ones and those were our first three that we initially released but um yeah we've been doing it for over a year now so we're i mean we're finally comfortable enough where you know at least we can send it to people we know and and not be like totally cringing when we send that link, you know, um, like now I'm fine with it now. I mean, I'll send it to whoever. I don't really care. I, I, I get emails and, and texts from, you know, people I haven't talked to in years. And they're just like, dude, I was just I was laying in bed with my wife listening to your podcast. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I haven't talked to you since 11th grade. Like, all right, thanks. Um, your wife from a podcast? That's kind of <laughs> But um. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's not too long, honestly. I mean, for us, for me, at least, uh, I won't speak for Brandon. For me, it feels like it's it's been a lot longer than it is, just because it's something that I do every single day. Right. And, um, you know, I'm always, I'm, I'm thinking about it, I'm working at it. 
even if I'm not physically doing it, I'm thinking about, you know, whether I'm going to change the artwork for this or I'm going to be editing that or like, cause I, you know, I'm, I do all the music for the show. I do the art for the show. Um, you know, I do edit the show. Um, you know, I try not to go too crazy with the editing. Obviously I try to keep it as natural as possible, but, um, you know, I mean, there's always, there's always going to be things that, uh, that you want to kind of eliminate, you know, if, uh, especially because we, it's not even so much that, you know, a joke doesn't hit or, you know, we, we just don't like the way we sound. It's also the fact that we both record in a home studio and we record remotely. I'm in New York and he's in North Carolina. Okay. And, um, I'm in the house with a wife, three kids, a dog and a cat. And he's uh, he's kind of in the same boat down there. So with all of this craziness going on in the house, you're always hearing stuff going on, you know, and um, there's always background noise and it's unavoidable, which is also another reason that we record so early. Like we do the show Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And like and the whole reason is one, we both kind of wake up early because that's I mean, 6 a.m. in dad time is like 11 a.m. <laughs> right. And um but also, I mean, we, we try to get up before everyone else just so we get a, a little bit of quiet time. You know, we can get started and, you know, not be bothered. But halfway through, you know, the first episode, as we're recording it, all of a sudden you're hearing footsteps and dogs barking and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of times I, I end up having to edit stuff like that out. So you're constantly like the wheels are always just turning. You're like, all right, I got to go back to this thing. I got to take that out and whatever. So it just it never ends. I feel like I've been doing this for years, even though it's only been one. I, I get that again with running a what what originally was supposed to be one single podcast bitching about movies yeah. has turned into this conglomerate of a uh, of a uh, uh, network where we have something like 14, 15 different podcasts that run. We've launched a gaming uh, channel now. It sounds dicey gaming. So we have about three uh, tabletop role play sessions that go on plus video game. Let's plays. Wow. And of course, you know, and and I'm in the middle of all of it because it's my company. So I, I understand where you're coming from. The moment I go to sleep to the moment the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, I'm damn near almost all the time in front of this computer. <laughs> 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 A very <laughs> restful twenty minutes, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's uh whether it's uh working on my own stuff or or setting things up for everybody, cutting out their graphics, putting together their intros, uh, uploading their episodes and, and making sure it releases and promotion, promotion, promotion. Right. I think the biggest thing that eats my mo the most of my time is running around trying to make sure that people know that this stuff has been released. Uh, which kind of leads me to my next question for you is, uh, how do you find your promotional ends? Like, uh, have you found a good niche for, for what you do? Um, what are, what are some of the tricks or techniques that you do? Um, as far as a promotional niche, no, <laughs> definitely not. I think that's something, uh, I'm forever seeking. Um, as of right now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always testing out different ways of doing it. You know, I think, uh, some of the most successful ways of doing it as of yet has been really just doing, um, exchanging guest spots you know, finding like-minded podcasters to work with, you know, um, other than that, just joining podcasting groups, you know, trying to network with people, um, you know, 
exchanging, you know, kind of like, uh, not necessarily like uh, review exchanges, because I'm not really big on that. But mm-hmm. like, you know, just kind of getting involved with other podcasts, you know, like getting, uh, getting pe- other people to listen to it, so that you can get feedback from them and see if they can, you know, kind of help get your name out there and you do the same for them. So, you know, rather than just like a cheap exchange where it's just like, hey, you know, you give me five stars, I'll give you five stars. And then nobody's listening to each other's stuff, Um, you know, because when I when we first got into it, um, I kind of like saw what was happening with a lot of that stuff, like, um, you know, when I first joined a lot of those podcasting Facebook groups and all that, the Reddit groups, I noticed a lot of people were doing all that shady business. And then I kind of, you know, separated myself from a lot of them and realized the, who, the good, who, who are the good guys and who are the bad guys. Right. And, you know, and the better ones are the ones that are more interested in, you know, better quality shows and, you know, really how to propel themselves and separate themselves from those other guys. You know, like, yeah, I will include you in my, in my network or I will work with you. But it's it's only so that you make me better and then I'll make you better in, in return. So, you know, I've tried to attach myself to, you know, podcasters like that, you know, like you, for example. You know what I mean? Like we work well together. And, um, you know, and then we've got, you know, other podcasters uh, who we work well together, uh, well, work, work well with together. And um, but apart from that, you know, obviously there is a. a some level of fuckery online because you can't completely avoid that. You know what I mean? Like if there's going to be a new episode, there's always going to be some groups that you're going to spam online. And, you know, I I feel like you you almost, you have to, you know, there's no way around that. And I try not to take advantage too much. Um, I always try to make sure that it's relevant, you know, like I'm not going to take, uh, if I do an interview with uh, somebody who is, let's say, a singer in a rock band, I'm not going into like a K-pop fucking room, like chat group, just because their numbers are better and being like, yo, check out this fucking K-pop metal, whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's you, you can't like I, I try to be as transparent as I can if I'm already spamming these poor people. So at least make it relevant. Um I'll no, draw, uh, if you if you interview uh, like like uh, I interviewed uh, Sean Kanan, who yeah. was uh, Mike Mike Barnes from Karate Kid Three. So right. go to a Karate Kid fan group. Don't don't go to Karate Kid Two. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because they'd be like, who the fuck's Mike Barnes? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And um, yeah, I mean, I see people do it all the time, you know. And um, and I was guilty of it too, you know, in the beginning. Um, like I didn't know any better, you know, I mean, there were times where I would get us, uh, you know, suspended from Facebook for like th- the, like three or four days at, at a clip, you know, like I would just uh, like new episode, like, oh, episode four is out now. And then you all of a sudden you start spamming, spamming. You're like, oh, comedy page paste. And then it's like, oh, this one's it, this one has the word podcasting in it. That must be relevant and paste. And like next thing you know, like you're sorry, like you're locked out. And How annoying is it? Like, I'm assuming you have your own pages in your own groups for for uh, for try not to laugh. Yeah. How annoying is it that you get that block or have to change your password and and justify your actions on Facebook, posting even to your own pages and and, and uh, groups? Yeah, that's yeah. happened. That's happened. Like, I've I've had workloads where I've had multiple episodes releasing on the same day. So mm-hmm. I post them to all the groups, post them all the pages. Next thing you know, I'm like. Yeah, I got to change my password again. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. It happened to me, actually. It's funny you say that. Um, I interviewed 
uh, all right, so this is comedian, right? Not the biggest comedian in the world, but it's somebody who I really admired. I've been following this guy's career for years. And he was on a radio show that I used to listen to back in like the mid 2000s in New York City. Um, so it's this guy, Chuck Nice. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but like I finally got to interview this guy. And so I make a video with him and everything. And I get a good interview with the guy. And I'm, I, it's like the day I posted it. And I go and I put it up. I didn't even do anything wrong. Like I, I 